0: From the Mac Observer. It's our weekly look at the world of digital media and Apple's place within it. Uh, I'm Charlotte Henry, and I'm very excited this week because I'm not only joined by a first time guest, but joined by another Londoner. Uh, I'm with yes. Sigmund Judge, who is the founder and editor in chief of Screen Times. So hi, Sigmund, how are you? Thank you for joining me. I'm,
1: I'm really well, really well. Good. Uh, thank you for this opportunity.
0: No, delighted to have you, and we've got a lot of exciting things to discuss. But first of all, tell us a little bit more about screen times.
1: Okay. Well, I started to get really passionate about Apple TV with the launch of tvOS, well, over a half a decade ago now. Um, and and from that spawned more kind of on the Apple TV, the box side, a passion for it. Um, but as Apple started to delve into Apple originals, which I know will get into uh things kind of ch- took a change of course and my background um beforehand was in the entertainment industry um doing pr mm-hmm. um and uh so i got to do the bafta awards and those, those kind of things back in the day and uh so it's kind of all kind of come full circle mixed in with that i, I guess that love for apple
0: the love so. of apple and you were saying before kind of I don't think I'm misquoting you being a a home theatre nerd. I think you described yourself as. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what we love on this show. Um, I was interested that actually you picked up on the box because Mm -hmm. for me, that's the bit I've increasingly don't get. I've discussed it on this show before, but we haven't picked up on this topic for a while. Um, Apart from me mocking that there's about three different things called Apple TV and that confuses everyone. Uh, But there's the box isn't it, is in an interesting place at the moment because mm. it's not it's increasingly unclear to me what role it plays in the Apple the wider Apple ecosystem and its kind of media ecosystem. What, what's your take? I
1: feel like in in terms of um, you know if you want the best streaming box like the best quality, maybe the best bit rate, um, and, and you're fussed about those kind of things, then the Apple TV box is the box for you. Um, and and you still
0: think on those things, it's beating out kind of high-end smart TVs.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, just in terms of audio and video delivery, I -hmm. think, um, when you, when you look at, uh, for example, Apple originals and iTunes content—the mm-hmm. um, kind of bit rates that you that get delivered from Apple um, to the third-party apps—they're um, not quite. To the quality that you would get from uh, a, a, a standalone pure box, so I, I think I think there's that element. I think also um, with the additions of share play, yeah. uh, which is something that I'm really excited about. But I realise that lots of people are either unaware or don't have any excitement. No,
0: to- <laughs> we've been quite excited about the prospect of share play on um, at the Mac Observer, and basically because we want to watch Ted Lasso together but yeah, <laughs> um it keeps me it seems kind of we're getting there with it, aren't we i
1: i think i think what's interest what keeps me interested with the apple t v box and why I think it is still very viable for today is that I can watch t v on anything right pretty much but you can tap into the delivery of TV. For example, SharePlay is a cool little uh, hack um, with SharePlay, where if you've got another iOS device, you could mm-hmm. actually all be sat on the same couch and be one could be listening with audio description through yeah. their iOS device. One could be listening in a completely different language. Yeah. You in fact, could have a room full of people listening in completely different languages and enjoying yeah, it can become something your together.
0: Personal translator as Well, the way we think of it is watching something together in different places um, via using facetime to do that um, but the, you're quite right to point out there there are lots of different ways that that tool can be used come on then let's dig into the content because there's a lot there is an mm-hmm. awful lot that we've had and that we've got coming. let's first of all this is not a show i've ever got into because i'm too much of a delicate flower frankly but okay season three of Seven is here You spent some time with Rupert Grint and Toby Kebbell. Tell me about that. What's your take on Servant and where season three is going? No spoilers. And just kind of what you make of that show and the kind of whole Apple TV Plus setup.
1: Yeah, not to name drop, but also Lauren Ambrose, who was a delight, who plays Dorothy on the show. Um,
0: You you can name, you feel absolutely (laughs) free to name drop shamelessly on this show.
1: But uh, see... Sorry, what was the question?
0: I was just kind of interested where you see servant season three at, and the you know that show where it sits in kind of TV Plus as a whole because there's you know we've got the documentaries, we've got the kind of funny comedy stuff, we've got the kids stuff. This is a mm-hmm. little bit darker.
1: Yeah, this is much darker, uh, and it's got a cult following as mm. does M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, um, and and what I really love about the show in general is i feel like it is quintessentially yes it is very dark but it's quintessentially apple in the sense mm-hmm. that you have um you you have different directors um on pretty much every episode mm-hmm. um one of which won the, the grand vision. jury prize at cam yes um but, but you've got um, the overall
0: vision from M, like shamanan
1: haven't you that's yes. the whole point of it yeah um and and there's there's something really interesting because every episode you kind of go in you're not sure what what you're going to get but in general the and i think this is the thing with a number of apple originals the the general synopsis of the show is actually quite quite heavy quite deep in, in some ways, even the yeah. morning show, which was supposed to be like, you know, the mainstream crowd pleaser yes. um, delves into some pretty heavy subject.
0: Um, and yeah. And we knew from the start, it would, uh, you know, the synopsis as you say made that pretty clear. Um, but yeah, there is something c-
1: quite special about Servant. I think especially now we know that it's four seasons Uh, rather than eight I think was the initial idea
0: (laughs) yeah Um, yeah this is like the threat Um, from um, what was it foundation that we're threatened 80 episodes or whatever yes that's (laughs) it. (laughs) not sure anyone can cope with that but maybe I'm wrong I never got into I didn't like I thought foundation was beautiful but it Mm. was not something I was prepared to give up hours and hours for
1: I think I think the difficult thing with with Servant is because there is a lot of mystery there. If it's something that, for example, you haven't really felt like diving into because maybe the subject matter or or just, you know, because it's a bit eerie. um, You know, it's really difficult to and and this is maybe an issue with some of the Apple original programming is it's very difficult to kind of get someone into something. You just have to say, just try like the first two episodes. I think the pacing on the Apple originals, uh, the 30 minute episodes are great. Mm. And that's where Servant has a real strong
0: Uh, I think that's a good point, actually. I've quite liked when they've made things like Dickinson, um, you know, where they've made a 30 minute episode. You don't feel like you're committing a lot of time but you can if you want, you know, very mm-hmm. bingeable. Um, you know, particularly if you wait a few weeks for multiple episodes to be released, or it's one of the series they they put all the episodes of a season out in one go. Um, so yeah, I think that that is a fair point, and it's so we've got that coming up. What did go on? What did uh, your famous friends reveal? Well, what have we got to look forward to coming up?
1: They didn't reveal much oh, at all, on. and 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 Apple themselves. Uh, the PR people um, only gave five episodes, and there was basically we got the build-up to this big thing happening, and e- even th- those that have advanced screenings don't know what's going to happen. So they're definitely keeping things under wraps.
0: My shock at Apple being secretive.
1: <laughs> hmm. um. <laughs> um, yeah, but but in general, I think I think the output for Apple Originals, especially. Uh, you know last year i thought the the last half of last year was really really positive
0: so the, and, and the pacing of that was obviously slightly covid distorted wasn't it there was a of chunk course. of time where there wasn't much um and then suddenly there was a load of stuff and whether you liked it or not there was at least stuff and what i'm finding interesting is actually that seems to be continuing into the first half of 2022 let me just reflect on some of the announcement and release dates we've had just in Recent weeks, so we've had there's been a new trailer for Severance from Ben Stiller, and yes. that is coming out on February the 18th. Yes, um, you we've got We Crashed, which is the WeWork series which stars mm-hmm. Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway, which I'm very much looking forward to. Uh, that's on March the 18th. Where Fraggle Rock is here, that's back. Um, we've got the sky is everywhere, which is coming on February eleventh. Yep, so that's and on its, that's already on its way. Plus, things mm-hmm. like we've had announcements about the MonsterVerse, which I'll dig into with you in a bit because I wanted to. Yes. um we've got on March the fourth the next chunk of Central Park is coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, we've, I mean, I've we've
1: got a four-part docu-series, uh, Lincoln's Dilemma, as yeah. well. That's in February.
0: And we've already had no. the tragedy of Macbeth. We've already had the end of Dickinson. We've already had Severance season three, as we've just been discussing. That's, that's underway. That started on the Friday before we recording this. So th- th- there's quite a lot happening. Um, I yeah. don't want to go back into the old issues of is it enough on Apple TV Plus? Should they buy a back catalogue? We've done that conversation quite mm-hmm. a lot. But I think it. You know, I think there is suddenly once again a sense of momentum. oh totally what was your take on the monsterverse announcement so this was that apple had bought a new original live action series from the monsterverse franchise Uh, it's the thing that features godzilla and the titans and it's kind of ends as that battle ends it starts as that battle ends in san francisco uh the series doesn't have a title yet but there's some big people involved in it. it's chris black of he worked on Star Trek Enterprise and Outcast. He's the showrunner. Uh, you've got Matt Fraction, who did Hawkeye, and they co-created that together. Um, just for people who don't quite know, the Monsterverse franchise has got Godzilla from 2014, Kong Skull Island from 2017, 2019's Godzilla King of the Monsters, and 2021's Godzilla vs. Kong. So this, to me, looks like Apple's bid to take on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Am I wrong? Um, I'm not sure I'd go that far. It seems Um, seems it's closest swing at it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, in that sense, but you know what I think, I think they've, and and it was only really until I kind of researched Godzilla, Mm. um, and, and I've, I bought the original films on iTunes just recently. Um, so uh, I like to take part of the credit on green lighting this. Yeah, no, I think it's <laughs> totally responsible, yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> but um, what I thought was interesting was that the Godzilla franchise is actually the oldest, longest running film franchise ever recognized by the Guinness Book of World, World Records. Yeah. So when you think of that, you think, of course, that is what Apple are going to go and bid and and execute on. Um and I think it's also, yes, it, there's a play in in terms of, you know, getting into the um getting into the monster verse and that cinematic universe. But I think it's also a big play into um universal like content that's gonna do well universally um yeah. and globally. Um and therefore it makes sense. Maybe they'll do spin-offs where we see different stories from, from different parts of the world. And that
0: that's why my initial my almost straightaway instinct when you see it's got people from star trek and hawkeye working on it when as you say you can immediately see options for spin-offs and extended series and an extended universe within apple tv plus it made it, you know it's going to take a lot to catch up with, with marvel but this seemed to me the best way of apple taking a swing at that
1: yeah yeah uh, it, yeah yeah from from that perspective. Yeah, totally. I, I can see that.
0: Uh, I can see uh, that. And it would be very interesting again. Resist getting dragged into that debate, but it would be very interesting to see if some of those older um Godzilla films or as you know, films associated with this this franchise get brought in, into Apple TV Plus in some way.
1: That's a good point. Um yeah, I could I could see that actually, because obviously we saw the same with Fraggle Rock and Peanuts. Yeah.
0: They've done and, it in kids' uh, TV, but they haven't done it really with kind of this kind of se- series and this kind of franchise. So that will be, I think, an interesting one to watch. We we don't have any really any release details. We don't even have uh, the name of the series yet. But we'll, we'll obviously keep you up to date on that on the dot com and on this show. Will this be one you'll be tuning into, Sigmund? When we when yes, we get, now that yeah, you've done all uh, well, your research.
1: I, I think this is it. Like I, I've been, I've, I watched the last film on right. HBO Max. Okay. Um, and thought it was, you know, it was it was okay. Um, it was a, it was good two hours, um, but I think with a series you've got a lot more room for for drama, um, and you know it's not going to be so reliant on massive special effects and fight scenes and different worlds that kind of don't make sense
0: (laughs) but are a little fun yeah you can kind of build it up a bit more slowly and you know apple obviously has the budget to make these kind of things and make them very very high end
1: what did you think of invasion by the way because that's kind of similar to what they're doing with this
0: this. yeah there's been invasion there's been foundation obviously sci-fi is one of the um bits that is quite pertinent to tv plus which kind of makes sense like sci-fi series do well in lots of places um you know it's a nice way to show off special effects and you know if you're going to splash cash it's a good thing to work on it neither foundation or invasion have really made that big an impact i don't think and i'm not even mm-hmm. talking ted lasso impact i'm talking you know there's possibly more buzz around Fraggle rock than invasion i think people were excited about foundation because of the book yeah um but i haven't seen much kind of fallout from a uh, from in, invasion but it will be i think let me put it this way i don't suspect that that will be the last sci-fi uh, show that we see on apple tv plus in fact i think quite the opposite
1: I think that's the other side of it as well. You look at um, shows like Severance, mm-hmm. which initially um, look like a uh, qu- uh, kind of quirky let's talk about workplace Severance comedy for a moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: This is the show. This is the Ben Stiller one, where basically the, pe- the, the premise is that the, the core cast of characters work in one place—a fairly dull, rudimentary office job. And they are given a treatment that separates their work brain from their home brain. Yes. And the trailer is up on microobserver.com. It's a bit freaky, but you kind of are like, "Oh, I'm quite intrigued by that one." That appeals to me a lot more than, say, Invasion. I would say.
1: The the premise is incredible, yeah. and uh, um, yeah, I, I've I've seen it. It's it's amazing. Um, I, I think it could possibly be knowing what we know so far of the lineup of shows yeah. that there are. Um, there's just that uh, incredible like human aspect to it. Um, that makes you kind of think uh, about, you know, would you protect yourself? Um, would you become severed uh, if given the option? No.
0: Watch it. I mean, it's all very cleverly done, particularly the trailers. But yeah, it does make you wonder is actually, you know, when you talk about work-life balance, how how far <laughs> do you want to go? Um, we should also mention Swan Song, which has a similar yes. kind of psychological theme. That's out and I think you know, been up for some awards and has been very, very well received. Um the one I'm in, also intrigued in, so there's I'm really excited for this We Work series. Okay. Uh, so sorry, sorry let me just remind people that severance is february the 18th and a month later we've got we crashed which is the we work series it's based on a book which is basically the same name um it's got jared letton and Anne hathaway in it as i said uh it's based on a wondering podcast sorry uh that basically mm. kind of told the rise and fall of we work the co-working spaces um, I think this could be quite good fun. And I think people, you know, big, big star power, as we've seen a lot from Apple, they're not, they're, you know, they're taking a big swing on star power names to get people in, aren't they? And this is another example of it. And it's a quite punchy, uh, quite punchy for Apple to go for kind of a Silicon Valley culture as well, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Gerald I have wow. to say, um, his no, accents are sometimes all over the place. <laughs> Sorry, no, no. Um, um, although, um, actually, yeah, the music's fine, <laughs> but the accents are the accent, interesting, well, to say the least.
0: Yes, I mean, and the accent that we've seen in the trailer and stuff so far is a, interesting, is definitely a fair way to describe it. Um, but I'm I am looking forward to this one. Um, while we're yeah. talking about star power in Apple, can we talk about the yeah. John Hamm epi- advert? Oh yes,
1: come I, on, okay. that was ma- i well,
0: love that. I thought that was magnificently done.
1: But, but I, I, and you know that this um, this advert, which aired, I think, during the uh, the NFL playoffs this weekend, yeah, I, yeah. globally. Um, you know it's leading to John Hamm making an appearance somewhere in a TV Plus original. So I was going to ask it you.
0: Must do, must. not I. Where, well, as I was where, watching, where do you I was see
1: saying, him
0: go? Where uh, do you see him coming in? I think, well, so either he, there will be a series that he's the star of, or a film mm-hmm. that he's the star of. That is the most obvious conclusion. Is he going to appear in the morning show? Is mm. you know he could easily fit into that world. I don't think that would be pushing things too far to see him in that world um it will be obviously he's, he has done you know he he's done all sorts of things i can see him in the morning show i my guess is it will be something in which he is the star and it's a new thing in which he is the star but surely 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 he is coming to something on apple tv plus
1: i was thinking or, ted lasso as Nate's evil sidekick, because oh obviously goodness. they've worked they've worked together, right, in the past yep. um, on on a couple of things. Um, so I, I could see that happening, and uh, I could see you know a, a funny like pencil moustache and him going for comedic effect it could be fun. Uh, so that that's what I'm going with. John I know Ham nothing
0: was a football coach. I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> well. <laughs> Okay, spoiler alert if you haven't watched season two of Ted Lasso, but you've had enough time. It would also probably mean your theory means John Ham at West Ham. And I'm not sure yes. that's acceptable as a whole concept yeah. and a pun.
1: I didn't even think of the pun. Yeah. Um, it, oh, it's spot on. Spot on.
0: That's what your call yeah. is John Ham at yeah. West Ham in Ted Lasso. Yep. No, I think he. If he's in an existing show that we know about, I could see it being some, I think the morning show, I think it would fit. Um, but my guess is if you have the, an Apple clearly does have the ability to get someone of that star power, of that caliber, um, there must be a series in which he stars. And I will I mean, discuss. how, th- this is
1: the thing, how many, how many, um shows and productions are there in production. There's there's loads and loads and loads and you know yeah. I think we know probably about ten percent of them.
0: You would assume currently. so and you and I were saying before the show we were quite excited because a chunk of it is happening in the UK, in London. Yes. Just outside, uh where there's very obviously Ted Lasso, large parts of it are short in Richmond in London, apparently um is becoming it's not the part of London where I live, but apparently it's now becoming a bit of a tourist attraction. People trying to get into the, like uh, the cafes and the pubs and stuff, the Ted Lasso. So I think I might have to, at some point take a, you know, very serious reporting trip down to Richmond and see see, uh, how that, you know, Ted Lasso has made that a bit of a place that people come to visit. But I think it's, uh, we've got lots of production here. Lots of the shows are, Apple has a deal with A24, which mm-hmm. is a UK production or has a UK arm. And so there's lots of shows that have that kind of UK influence, which is, well, first it's rather nice to see. And I think it's a interesting thing that, you know, Apple is using the kind of TV production capabilities, which really do exist in the UK. And we all think of Hollywood, but, you know, London and studios just outside London have really big... Shows and prestige, and you know, immense amounts of screenwriting and technical film production quality as well and calibre in the UK. And it's nice to see Apple making some use of that.
1: Yeah, I've had some friends who've been fortunate enough to be involved in some of the productions. So trying Ted Lasso when I was like, okay, come on, tell me a little bit about Ted Lasso. It can't be this this terrible guy from it from the NBC sports ads, you know? Yeah. Um, who, who would have thought um, it would be where it is? Um, and and there there's there's a ton that also feels like it was produced in the US, um, but was in the UK. I mean, there were elements of invasion, elements of foundation as well. well. I special about
0: a, I mean, the special effects industry in the UK, on a serious point, is one of is genuinely world leading. So even if mm. you feels it's not surprising to me that you know that kind of thing did take place in the uk yeah well Um,
1: you know um one original that i had on my on my kind of you know keep your eye on mm. um is the last days of ptolemy gray with samuel jackson that is the inaugural yeah that is the inaugural apple original production So it's not in conjunction with a Sony or anything else. And it's got this real kind of filmic look that I don't think any of the other shows have had to this point.
0: And he was really has.
1: uh, Sorry, it really sets itself apart.
0: Yeah, I I look forward to watching that. And he obviously was in The Banker right at the beginning of Apple TV+. Plus. There's a bit of controversy around it, but he was in that. Again, just kind of if nothing else reiterating the star power and there was one other show i wanted to talk to you about because you've had a chance to watch it and talk to the people involved in it that's the after party which looks great fun
1: yes um you know we were talking about 30 minute shows at the top of the show um that's that's what's great about this is it is bingeable and i can tell you that from experience um
0: how many did you get through in one go
1: (sighs) seven and uh, there's gonna be eight there's gonna be eight Mm -hmm. but um yeah the show's the show's amazing reviews up on our site um and um there's yeah there's a quality to it you know you have you have the kind of poirot uh, uh-esque you know old um
0: yeah it's got an an agatha christie yeah,
1: yeah. There's an Agatha Christie element to it um, that is, is very, very clear, um, and there's some really cool influences. But the the fun of this is that every every episode is a mind movie. So it's the perspective it's not of one
0: person, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, of of one character, and it's done so well. They match the character to the type, the genre of film, yes, like impeccably.
0: I'm quite looking forward to settling down with the Arfology. But I think the the point you make about the kind of thirty minute episode thing Mm. is, I I, my hope is that Apple keeps doing this. So, like, I really enjoyed just being able to whiz through some episodes of Schmigadoon, which was just really fun and you don't need to set aside an evening to watch a big tom hanks movie you'll you know you can just enjoy it like you watch old episodes of friends or something you know it puts it in that kind of the more netflix bingeable kind of category and i think that initially from apple tv plus was lost was lost everything felt like a bit of a commitment then there was ted lasso which did that initially and then got mm. a bit ahead of itself and started drifting into 40 45 minute episodes um and I quite I hope they keep the discipline with things like the after party Shmigadine comes back or, you know, some version of that. Um, I think Acapulco's 30 minute episodes as well. Yes. Um, so I hope they kind of stick with that because it makes it a lot more maybe I've just got a very short attention span as a listener, but um uh, I as don't, a viewer, but uh, I kind of like that they stick with that.
1: I think Apple are aware that people are subscribed to other services. And not not just not not just that, but Apple offer music. They offer yeah. they can they can see that you know um, maybe someone wants to do a workout for a while. Um, you know um, maybe they want to listen to music. Uh, maybe they want to watch a show. I think their whole kind of package, their whole array of services, works hand in hand with those thirty-minute episodes. Um, Foundation. I know a couple of people were quite. Uh, that I know personally gave it a try and kind of got put off after two episodes because it, it was just felt a, like it was a big ordeal.
0: It is quite a commitment, particularly because it's, as I understand it doesn't quite do it the same way as the books. And you kind mm. of are trying to, you're going backwards and forwards and trying to keep up with whatever you are want. I think that is a fair point. Whereas things like Shriggadoon, the after party, Ted Lasso to you know, they're much easier viewing and, you've still got the kind of HBO style shows like uh, The Morning Show and whatever. Um, Simon, I'm so grateful for you joining me. It's been really fun to talk about this. And I think it is quite exciting to see how much is coming to TV Plus and stuff that you might actually want to watch. It doesn't all feel, it's not feeling like filler content anymore. There's stuff that you would actually choose to watch if it was on other platforms, even, you know, not just because we, you know, report on and are interested in apple so i think that's yeah. really looking forward to uh where can people keep up with you and your work
1: uh well you can find me on twitter at sig judge um but on a on a bigger level over at screentimes.net uh where we also have a sister podcast uh which is a week just like yourself is a weekly podcast um but focusing on everything from tvos apple tv plus and uh apple arcade occasionally
0: Very good. Very good. Well, as I say, thank you so much for joining me. I'm Charlotte Henry. I'm over at themacobserver.com and at Charlotte A. Henry on Twitter. If you enjoyed this show, do subscribe and share it with friends. And until next time, thanks very much for listening.